and welcome to The Scoop. I'm Dinah Jansen. In recent provincial news, Laurentian University initiated a new phase of its financial restructuring plan after filing for creditor protection on February 1st, shocking many across the country and within the university's community with the cutting of 69 programs, including 28 French language programs, the midwifery program long deemed vital for the care of Northern Ontario women, and the layoff of about 100 faculty members and three dozen staff members. Much of the news focuses on the financial disparities and impacted programs and personnel, though we are hearing a lot of undergraduate voices who are not sure what happens next for them. However, we have not heard a lot about what happens for graduate students whose programs have been cut, whose supervisors have been let go from a university in which they're teaching assistantships and research funding, including Ontario graduate scholarships and tri-council grants like NSERC, SHRC, and CIHR are also tied. What's going to happen to PhD candidates midway through their research? What will happen to the master's candidate whose field research has just been cut short? In this time of great uncertainty for a great many people in Sudbury, we're joined by Tegan Neufeld, Executive Committee Member for the Laurentian University Graduate Students Association. Welcome, Tegan. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> All right. So, Tegan, how are you doing? It's been uh, quite a shocker of a week, I think, for many. Definitely, definitely a roller coaster. It's every day we're holding our breath, keeping our fingers crossed to hear some good news, but it continues to be bad news every day. <laughs> I'm very sorry. I'm so sorry. Yeah. So Tegan, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and what program you're in and or were you in? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I'm in the Masters of uh, Biology at Laurentian and thankfully my program is still alive, didn't get cut but uh, still a lot of struggles because of everything that has happened. So I work with the neuroscience research group and essentially since this has all started February 1st, uh, all our research expenses and things like that have been cut. And so I might not be able to graduate on time because I can't get my experiments done on time, not just because of the pandemic, I can't work with uh, human participants, but there is a queue uh, set up for our research like to, to buy different things. Uh, we mm -hmm. have to set it in to the offices and they get to go through it at their leisure and then give the okay if we get it or not. So I don't know when we'll be getting anything else I could use for my experiments. I'm very sorry to hear that too. Oh my goodness, that must be extremely stressful. I can't even imagine. So yeah. what were yeah. your initial reactions when you heard the news about these massive program cuts? Uh, it was devastating to hear. We essentially got an email with just this huge list of everything that had been cut and a lot of it not making any sense, especially with the midwifery program. Uh, the physics department is gone. Like I had a a meeting with my group last night and we were talking about it and Laurentian isn't even STEM anymore. Like we don't have math. It's, it's crazy, all these changes and it, it doesn't make sense and it's been very difficult. What are graduate students at Laurentian saying right now? How are they doing? Everyone, yeah, everyone is upset. Everyone is very upset. Uh, they keep throwing out uh, this number that 44 graduate students were affected specifically because of either program cuts or uh, supervisors being fired. But the number, it's, it's such an underestimated number because everyone has been affected. Like my program is still kicking and my supervisor is still here, but I, I have definitely been affected by this. So 
And now for those graduate students who have just lost their supervisors or their mm -hmm. whole pro program is just now gone, what yeah. happens with them? Has the university contacted your GSA at all to talk about what the next steps are to ensure those students can complete their research and where their research funding is going? Yeah, no, uh, it's essentially just been silent. We don't really know what's going to happen. They they reassure us that they'll, they'll be uh, lining up new supervisors for these students and things like this. And essentially uh, you can pick where you wanna go, like that lines up the best with your research, but it, it's not really set up for the students in mind. Like it, we're kind of just left in the dust almost. Indeed. In fact, we need to think about this very carefully because some undergrads may be able to move to another university quite laterally uh, in order to finish their degrees where there are programs available. Not every university has the program that even undergraduate students are going to be in. Graduate work is a little bit more detailed though. Uh, people go to a specific school, not just for the program, they go for the supervisor or what the program itself has to offer, the culture of the department, what facilities are available, et cetera, et cetera. Can you elaborate more on what the issues are for graduate students in being able to uh, complete their degrees because they can't just simply go to, off to another university? There may not be another university for them to go to. What are your comments there? Definitely. Um, I, I agree with you with the research. It's very specific to the department or the supervisor that they're working with. You can't just pick up what you're working on and take it somewhere else because wherever else you go, they might be doing something completely different. Like I know for my experience, the reason I stuck, I did an undergrad at Laurentian and I did my master's at Laurentian specifically because I wanted to work with the neuroscience research group. And so I stuck around and, and here I am now <laughs> dealing with this, but no, it's not as easy as, uh, as it is for undergrads and that's for sure. I know a couple first year master's students that they're, they're ready to move on, but because of COVID and everything, they hardly got to do any research as it was. So it, it's almost like a year was lost. For them. Okay. So what's the GSA going to be doing, the Graduate Students Association, in terms of messaging for uh, graduate students in the meantime? Yeah, so we sent out an email, I believe it was Monday night, and we have a couple posts up on our social media, but we uh, disagree with the cuts of the program and we want to do whatever we can to try and fight against what has happened at Laurentian. And so we've had a couple different talks about this, but right now, we don't really know where to go with this exactly. Like we want to just support the students. Yeah. Uh, the, just an extraordinary, very strange time where things are just happening, happening uh, almost on an ad hoc basis. I, yeah. I can't even imagine how this must be uh, feeling. Um, so what, so overall, what do you think that the uh, impact will be too for your graduate student association? If the programs are cut and graduate students are now going to be fewer in number, for example, uh, is, there, is that going to affect funding and operations for, for your GSA? Yeah, it, it most likely will, like, especially if we see a lower enrollment. Overall, the GSA, like our budget and things that we've been pretty on top of it, but yeah, who knows with the time coming. Like uh, I remember, with COVID coming up in the fall, we were all kind of wondering what enrollment would look like. And surprisingly, it, it increased a little bit, if anything. But now with this specifically to Laurentian, I don't, who knows? I personally actually applied for another master's at Laurentian before all this, but uh, the supervisor that I had lined up was actually terminated on Monday. So I might 
try my best to finish up as quick as I can graduate and get out of there. So who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now let's talk about some of the programs that have actually been cut too. Uh, we know that the humanities in particular have been uh, specifically impacted. Uh, they tend to bring in less research funding than uh, some of the health sciences departments, for example. However, uh, I'm wondering too about the programs, uh, uh, French language programs, and I'm wondering about Indigenous programs too. What's going on and what's the mood? Yeah, so the mood is essentially, Laurentian, for as long as I can remember, has always boasted that we have small class sizes and we have the bilingual campus and we have all these Indigenous programs and essentially they shot themselves in the foot, like they got rid of all of that, it's gone. Like with the, the federated universities and things, uh, it's just, it's not there anymore. And, like the and the service is gone too, particularly with the midwifery program too. Can you talk a little bit more mm -hmm. about that impact that it might yeah. have, not just for the faculty uh, or, or students, but also the community at large? Yeah, definitely. So uh, I'm, I know it's one of the only French and English uh, midwifery programs, I believe in Ontario, and so now that is gone. Um, th they talked about low enrollment and things like this, but what people don't understand is they cap it off at 30 people that are allowed to get enrolled every year. And there's over a, a waiting list of over 200 people wanting to get into this program. And so the idea that they cut it because it's costing too much money or to save money, it just, it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. And with this, uh, taking this program out of the Northern community, like we're going to see less healthcare for things like that. What other ideas have been put forward other than cuts? Uh, I, I, off the top of my head, I know things have been talked about and there was definitely a more almost humane way of doing it, like talking to staff and faculty about uh, essentially the termination and things like this. But the way that it went, they just gave it all to the creditors or not the creditors, sorry, but the CCAA and they just decided. The way it looks is that they threw it all into an Excel sheet and just whatever made the most sense money-wise. So for other, like I, everyone was open to other ideas, but it just wasn't really given an option. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Anything else to add before we close today? Uh, we're just, as the students, we're super upset and we're going to try and fight this as best as we can. That's our plan. Well, best of luck to all of the students and faculty and staff at Laurentian University in this very stressful time. Uh, and best wishes to you. I hope that you are able to complete your research uh, soon yeah. <laughs> as well. Yeah, me, me too. <laughs> Thank you. All right, folks, we have been chatting with Tegan Neufeld of the Laurentian University Graduate Students Association about uh, the current situation for graduate students uh, after the uh, shuttering of 69 programs and the letting go of 100 faculty members and three dozen staff members at Laurentian uh, following the um, university's filing for creditor protection on February 1st. Thank you so much, Tegan, for chatting with us today here on CFRC. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to The Scoop, produced with the generous support of the Faculty of Engineering and Applied Sciences at CFRC 101.9 FM at Queen's University in Kingston, Ontario, on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee peoples.